Welcome to The Brilliant, where brilliant people with brilliant ideas are working to make the world a little brighter. Hello, everybody. I hope you are having a brilliant week. For those of you who did not check out our last podcast and do not recognize my voice, my name is Lily Fuller, and I am this summer's newest podcast creation intern. And today I will be hosting, or I am currently hosting, my very first brilliant podcast. And it's only right that I have our very own founder, creator, and owner of The Brilliant here himself. Hello, Mr. J. Winters. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. Thanks, Lily. And I do have to say, I did co-create this with a whole bunch of other people back when we were first putting this together. But I am the team leader. So at some level, I hold the responsibility for this, I guess. So yeah, thanks for having me on. It's a great honor to be on the podcast here. That's awesome. I love how humble you are giving the recognition to your teammates when it's due. Thank you so much for allowing me to be the host today. I know this is usually your seat, so I want the listeners to be able to learn a little bit about who you are today. So why don't we start with what is your background and how did you get to where you are now? Sure. Yeah. I'd never considered that, that I'm sort of the man of mystery here speaking from asking other people questions, but not really answering them. I am somebody who was born and raised into a family that my mom and dad were missionaries in the Philippines. I've kind of grown up always just being really interested in just people and how different people work and and how that works in culture and, and things like that. And I doubled down on that when we moved to the United States in my seventh grade year, which I still think is like the worst time ever to move to a new culture. But it really honed in on me like this kind of interest in different people and how different people work in different parts of the world. And even that we all have those differences in some mm-hmm. ways and, and how those differences are beautiful things that that are there and they're interesting for us to see. So after that, then I did some undergraduate work and I had always played around with the idea of being a pastor myself. And so that's what my dad was doing as a missionary in the Philippines. And I'd kind of bounce back and forth between that idea and some other ideas and finally decided, hey, yeah, that's what God is calling me to do. and, And that makes sense for my life. And so I've been in vocational ministry here in Tallahassee, Florida, for almost 14 years now. So my ministry is about to enter into high school or something crazy like that. And as a part of that, We've done a whole lot of really interesting things at my church, but one of those just recently has been we were trying to think, okay, our church is is physically located pretty much right on the campus of Florida State University, and we've always had this desire to serve students in what we do, and so we had this opportunity to go and really double down on that and try to understand that in some new and interesting ways. And and Mm. that's where the brilliant came from. That's awesome. Yeah, I moved from Atlanta to Massachusetts going into sixth grade. So I definitely know what you mean. It's a very transitional part of your life. You're establishing your friend group and then for it all to just be taken away and you have to start all over. It's like the teenage panic, (laughs) you know, that nobody wants to go through. 
Yeah, and, and, and you know it, it's it's crazy. Also, you being somebody who's in fashion, uh, you know, I always joked that moving to the United States, I was you know, like three years behind in fashion. I had no idea where I was contextually in terms of what other people were wearing, and it seems so bizarre to me. So um, I can only imagine, you know, what that transition was like for you mm-hmm. going from you know, Massachusetts to Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you talked about The Brilliant, which is a new within the past two years, would you say? Yeah. So a lot of people know of The Brilliant as a podcast, but it also serves as a creative space for students who want to connect with other students who are entrepreneurial minded, innovative. Would you like to talk more about what The Brilliant has to offer students, what resources they have for students in the Tallahassee area? Absolutely. Yeah. That was actually where The Brilliant started. We've been at this for just a little bit under two years. And where we started, it was still pre-pandemic. And we got together, we started thinking through, okay, what do we want to provide for students at Florida State? And we really wanted to provide something for students that we knew were achievement oriented. And it was that particular kind of student that we said, we've really got a heart for these folks. And we don't see them being served as much as they could be sometimes, because a lot of times those achievement oriented students are like, hey, I've got this, I can do this on my own, or just everybody else just thinks that they've got this on their own while they're really struggling sometimes. Mm -hmm. And so we said, how can we serve those students? And we started talking about it and we started talking about, at least here in Tallahassee, one of the things that's difficult to find is just a place where you can go and study or a place that you can go and get some work done. We're consistently in the top 20 party schools, which is fun in in its own right. But it also means sometimes that it's hard to find a place that I can really work on my dreams and my goals. And so we said, hey, we've got this great real estate. It's right on Florida State's campus. Why don't we think about transitioning that real estate into something that is useful for students who want to achieve great things? We started working through how we could do that, how we could make this space available. Then the pandemic hit. And the pandemic hit and we went, Oh, uh, probably a in-person space. It's probably not what we want to do right now unless we're <laughs> able to somehow provide, you know, personal bubbles. So we started thinking through, okay, how do we still speak good things into the lives of people? And that's where we came up with the idea of doing the podcast because we had always had this idea of that safe space being a place also where we could do things like speaking events, we could do some coaching, we could have some people available for mentoring, we could have all sorts of different people around that were in that community of folks that were supporting the high achieving student. And we just said, we can still do that. We just have to do that digitally. And that's how we came up with the idea of doing it as a podcast. And now as things start to open up again, we're starting to look at that anew and say, oh, this is cool. We've got the opportunity now to have a base with this podcast and have a a way to reach out to people about what this place can be, then also open up the physical space. So we're looking forward to doing that soon. 
Mm, that's awesome. I know as a student here, I have a hard time finding study spaces. You go into Dirac or Strozier and it's a party itself in there with the <laughs> amount of students they cram into these spaces. And then there are outdoor study spaces, but you know, it's Florida. It's either hot or it's raining. So Or both at yeah. the same time, right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So tell me a little bit about your team. You are the co-founder. So how you guys came up with this idea together and then working together to bring it to life. Yeah. So it came up because there's an organization out there. It's a really great organization. It's called 5-2. What 5-2 does is it encourages churches to seek what they can do outside of normal church ministry in their areas. I knew some people that were a part of that organization, and they said, hey, Jay, we'd love to talk to you about what this would look like. Can you get a team together? Because we don't want it to just be about the leader's dream, but we want it to be a full team of people that, that are coming along. And so I said, oh, wow, that sounds really fun, but also really challenging. Let's try it. Then I was able to connect up with the initial members of our team, which were a guy named Bill Lewick. He's our engineer in chief. He's the guy who understands all the details. He understands all of the technology and the podcasting equipment side of things. He was really big on that. Then we had Lexi Pitson, who is early on our marketing person, and also just sort of like the mascot for the brilliant, because she was one of those high achieving students who let us know, okay, this is what people need. And then we also had somebody else named Sheila Townsend, who's no longer with the team, but she was able to give us that great perspective on this is what this looks like from a perspective outside of the student community, which was a really good perspective for us to have. Them and then our coach. So 5-2 continues to have this relationship with us, and they give us a coach whose name is Jorge Silva. And Jorge is living in both worlds. He's both our coach and kind of a team member in that he helps us to understand what we're doing. So all of those people together, we sort of co-created this. We went down to Orlando in order to start that. And then through an intensive process of two days, we, we walked in with sort of the inkling of an idea that, hey, a study space would be nice, and walked out with a whole lot more clarity about what the brilliant is and who the brilliant might serve. That's so cool. I love the diversity in your team, having students who is really your target audience. So that really gives you a frontline view as to what your, I don't want to say customer, but what your audience needs and what they're looking for so you can cater to them exactly how you need to. Yeah, absolutely. And there's nothing bad about having a customer. Mm -hmm. and they, that sort of notion of like a customer is just somebody who believes that what you're doing is valuable. And we're hoping that what we're doing is valuable to somebody. That's really what we want to give to folks. We want to give them something that they will find of value that happens to be connected up with these beliefs and, and this faith understanding that we believe is valuable. Mm -hmm. So outside of the pandemic, did you face any other roadblocks or have you learned anything throughout this process of making the brilliant physical space? Oh, yeah. Um, all sorts of them. Uh, one of them is that the building that we're talking about renovating is a building that was built in 1979. And so there's all sorts of just like physical issues that come up there as we think about, OK, how do we renovate the space into a space that is aesthetically pleasing into a space that is functional 
for something that is in 2021 because in 1979 really the only reason that you would have an outlet someplace is well because you needed to run a vacuum cleaner and now you need outlets all over the place because people need to plug in in order to charge their devices and so it's just a whole different world as we think about retrofitting a existing physical facility into something that's useful for people in a whole different way. Mm -hmm. That's so funny you mentioned the laptops because I was one of the students who just, I'm very traditional. I love to write pen and paper, really pencil so I can erase, but just seeing all the students coming in with their laptops and then eventually I hopped on the wagon and it's a lot quicker taking notes and everything and I don't think I'll ever go back. The only (laughs) thing is my battery life stinks, so I do have to constantly stay plugged in. So it's important to get those outlets in here. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. So where do you see the brilliant short-term, long-term? Where would you like to see it take off to? Oh, man, I would love to see the brilliant take off to a level where we're actually able to either really renovate the space into something that's completely different and, and use the whole space for this, or even to move it outside of this physical space into another space that would make sense, just so that we can serve students kind of around the clock and, you know, continue to let people grow and develop. Because that's what the heart of the brilliant is all about. A great part of it is seeing things develop and change in terms of, hey, we're building a podcast. This is cool because we get to play like we're on the radio, you know, and renovating the space is also cool because we get to change things and, and make it different. But at the heart of it, the biggest win that we want to see come out of the brilliant is the people that we can see come out of it. And so we're like, oh, it would be so great if there were some people that were invested in and because they were invested in while they were here at Florida State or while they were here in Tallahassee because somebody thought that they were doing something that was worthwhile that was valuable that was beautiful because somebody believed in them that they were able to go out and do even more of that that's the legacy that we want to have we want to have that legacy that says hey there was this place that that was called the brilliant There was this podcast that was called The Brilliant, and it made me who I am today. That would be so awesome. That's beautiful. And there's so many students on Florida State's campus to be able to make a home for even just one. I know a lot of people come here just because it's so big. It is so overwhelming to find your home, to find your little niche, your little friend group. Yeah. You know, if Florida State is like 40,000 undergraduate students, I think. And one of the biggest pieces of wisdom that I ever got from somebody when I first came here was that if you're here at Florida State, what you need is you need to shrink down your community to a manageable level because there's no way that you can have a relationship with all 40,000 students. But if you can shrink that down to the meaningful relationships and the meaningful communities, then you have a really good chance of getting what you need from that. I think that's one of the possibilities for the Brilliant is that we can reach out to those students that need somebody to say, hey, what you're doing is important. What you're doing is valuable. And we've actually got some tools that can help you do all of that stuff and be better at what you do. Mm -hmm. And that's awesome because I know nowadays a lot of businesses are looking for what are students doing outside of the classroom. 
they like to see your extracurriculars, what clubs are you a part of, but what are you doing that pertains to your career that you are steady working on every day? Who are you connecting with to build that future career path? And so that's awesome that you can provide students a space here on campus that's very accessible and helps them build towards their career and boost their resume. Yeah, and hopefully make some good connections along the way. Yeah, and hopefully also physical products that they can show, like, I came in here with this idea, and over the four years, or even shorter, this is what I've been able to produce. Yeah, so one of the people on our team, Laura, we've already interviewed her, one of the things that just blew me away, we would talk all the time about her project when she was doing this interior design project. But it really wasn't until I saw it, until she finished the product and she showed me the project and showed me the screenshots and, and all of that, that I was like, wow, that's really amazing. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, just even having entrance into people's lives to be able to celebrate the stuff that they're doing, it's such a, an honor and such a joy. I completely agree with you. Seeing the progress, it's so motivating for other people, even though if you're not directly a part of it, but just seeing how someone can go once again from an idea to a physical product. It's like, wow. Even me personally as a designer, when I make something, sometimes it does not look anything like I pictured, but I get so much satisfaction and motivation just knowing like I made this with my own hands and like nobody can take that away from me. Yeah. And even more, I made this with my own hands and I see it but other people see it and they Mm -hmm. see something great. They're like, man, that's a huge boost. Yeah. Like how much more can I do? How much better can it get from here? Yeah. 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 All right. Well, we're kind of winding down on time. So I have one more question, which I think you know what's coming. (laughs) (laughs) At The Brilliant, we believe that we do better work when we align what we do with what we believe. So how do you connect what you do at The Brilliant with your personal values and your moral code? Thank you. Yeah, so I'm a Christian. When I dial down even deeper into that, I'm a Lutheran. And so one of the things that I believe about God is that God really cares about excellence. He cares about, you know, there's this theological concept that's called righteousness, which is sort of the pinnacle of things being where they're supposed to be. And that God constantly is bringing us back to that. He's constantly giving us the tools that we need in order to do that. And that God works through people. There's this amazing sense of being a part of something that he's doing and seeing the beauty that he creates in people. I mean, that is the big thing for me to understand, okay, God created someone to do this amazing thing. And I can be there with them. I can be helping them. I can be leading them. I can be you know, doing all sorts of stuff in order to bring about a little piece of what he created this person to do. And then seeing that in my own life. And that is just mind blowing. There's this concept of Jesus being the light of the world. What light does is light just brings our attention to the colors and to the textures and to the beauty of the thing that is sitting there before us. And I really feel like in in a lot of ways, that's what God is calling the brilliant to do is to shine brightly on other people so that we can see just exactly what he's created in them. 
That's really awesome. Especially now more than ever, we're getting into post-pandemic. We were all so separated and disconnected for so long. And now we can just bring people back together because people really are important. You know, we're social creatures. We're not supposed to be alone in this life. And no dream really can come into reality without a team. So that's really awesome. Yeah. Thank you once again, Jay, for taking the time out of the day to let me interview you. Do you have any last words of wisdom, goodbyes you'd like to say to the audience out there? Sure. First thing, I just want to, again, thank you and the rest of the brilliant team for helping make this a reality as we continue to put one foot in front of the other. We're totally building the bridge as we walk on it, and it's a fun process. So thank you, and thank you to everybody on the brilliant team that has been a part of it in the past and is a part of it now. Outside of that, just to everybody, hey, keep on listening to the podcast. Let us know what you want to hear about, and let us know if we can interview you. We'd love to do that because obviously... We care about people. We think that you're important. Yeah, just reach out to us and we'll show you how important you are. Yes, I definitely agree with everything Jay just said. We love our listeners. So please connect with us on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, at The Brilliant. Reach out if you have any questions, anything you'd like to hear from us, anything that you don't like on the podcast. We want to hear it all. Thank you once again for listening, you guys. Have a brilliant rest of your day. Bye-bye. Thank you to all of our listeners for tuning into the Brilliant Podcast. We appreciate every stream. If you enjoy what you hear and would like to stay updated with us, please connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and Twitter at The Brilliant. We love to hear from you all and continue to improve based on feedback from you. Thanks again for listening.